So good morning, everyone. It's uh, your no. Ada and I did not talk about his communion beforehand and what he said, and kind of like being like a child, being a, a kid. But maybe we might want to think of Aiden, of kind of the words he said. Of of he's just young. He's he's he's, and you'll understand in a minute here about we're, what we're going to talk about. But. As I was preparing for this Sunday, there's an old movie, because I am old-er, but it's this Tom Hanks movie. It's when Tom Hanks was still young, and it's this movie, Big. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but I was, a few weeks ago, I was, you know, just flipping through channels, and Kim goes, why do you watch the same movie over and over again? Well, I just watched the same movie over and over again, and so this was one of those movies that I watched. I didn't get to see all of it, but I watched the end of it. And it was this movie, Big. And uh, for those of you that don't know this movie or kind of forgot it, let me tell you the scene, this one scene that stuck out to me is that it's, it's this movie is about a teenage boy, or he may not even be a teenager, might be like 10 or 12-ish, and this is the, it's future going to be Tom Hanks, but it's this boy named Josh, and he just wishes that he was big, that he was an adult. And so one day him and his friend are at this kind of, abandoned waterfront amusement park and they run into this I mean it looks like it's broke but I think it's like the magic Zolotar or something this fortune teller so he puts a quarter in the machine all the thing this thing comes to life and he makes a wish he makes a wish that he's big and so the next morning he wakes up and well he's big he's an adult and he's but he still has the mind of a child so he gets this job at this toy manufacturing company, which is a good job if you are, are a kid really inside and you're an adult on this development team. And this scene that you see is that Josh, who is now Tom Hanks, he's playing with this toy. And this toy is this transformer. And this transformer is like the Empire State Building that turns into a robot. And like the arms are falling off, parts of the building, are, like it's just, it's, not a very exciting toy and and the person presenting this this project is he's like really excited thinks this is just the greatest thing ever they want to get into this transformer market and <clears throat> he's uh, telling all these projections and then he has to, he goes okay when he's all done he says is there any questions so josh raises his hand and he says i don't get it what's fun about playing with a building and so the adult that just got done presenting, like he's jealous and he's mad because Josh is kind of the favorite of the CEO. And, and he starts defending and saying, you don't know anything. You don't know. This, this is just, you just need to be quiet. This is all of this stuff. And Josh says again, what's fun about playing with a building that turns into a robot? And then he says, how about we have this prehistoric bug with these giant claws that's like ripping things apart. But then he changes into this robot, and he does even all these other things. And the people of the group that were thinking this building was such a good idea all of a sudden go, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. They're excited. And this new project kind of becomes, this bug becomes a new project. And the CEO says to him, he goes, Josh, well done. So what does this movie half big have to do with anything? Well, I think what we, it has to do is that we can learn a lot from children. 
So we're going to look at this next part of Jesus' life, of this series that we're in, that's saying, yes, I'm with him. And this week, it's about children. And some people would say that Jesus spent too much time with children. That's what his disciples thought. His disciples thought that. So we're going to look at Mark 10, verses 13 through 16. It'll be on the screen if you want to look at that with me. It says, people were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. So you might ask, what's so special about children? Let's maybe begin with how children were looked at in that culture of the day. Sometimes it may not be very much different from what it is today. So people bringing their children to the rabbi, to a rabbi to be blessed, that would be normal. That would be accepted. But the disciples thought in their mind, this is, this is unworthy of Jesus' time. Jesus, you are spending too much time with these children. You're wasting your time and you're wasting your energy on them. Because in the culture of that day, even though you bring children to be blessed by the rabbi, children were to be seen and not heard. The needs of the children, they're not a priority. The society in that day was patriarchal. What I mean by that is basically men were first. What men said, that's what it was. Women and children, they say are secondary, but they really just didn't matter. They didn't have a voice. It was, it was male-dominated. So something we've seen about Jesus, though, through, if you read the Gospels, like Jesus takes things like that and he flips everything upside down. In this case, I think jo- Jesus is showing something. He's revealing something to us about children that we could learn from. So what is it that Jesus is wanting us to see? First, I mentioned children didn't have any rights. They didn't have a voice. The disciples saying, Jesus, stop wasting your time. Jesus says to the disciples, stop it. Just stop it. Don't keep these children from coming to me. Let those children come to me. Perhaps he's saying to, to them is that, you know what, those that have no rights, you have no right to keep those people from me. You have no right to keep those children from me. So maybe to kind of wrap this all up, maybe what Jesus is saying is the ones that have no rights, who are the children? Jesus is giving rights. Giving them access to them. Wanting those children, those people that have no rights to come to him. The ones that had rights, the adult males, the disciples, saying, you guys really have no rights. So the ones that have power, have no power. The ones with no power have power. In chapter 9, right before this in Mark, Jesus talks about children also. He, and this is what he says to the disciples. He says, sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, anyone who wants to be first must be the very last, the servant of all. And then the very next thing he says in verse 36 and 37 says, he took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name 
welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. So the disciples, I think, are just told, guys, children are special. That if you welcome a child, that you're welcoming Jesus. If you were welcoming him in Jesus, you're ultimately welcoming God. These children that have no rights, these children that have no authority, it was these children that Jesus was welcoming and saying that when you're like a child, you have a place in God's kingdom. Now, something we all, a lot of us have heard, heard these words. In, these are the Beatitudes. These are some famous words of Jesus. Matthew 5, 3 through 10. Listen to these words. It says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who are hungry and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Some ways Jesus might be describing children that have no rights, have no authority, the low of the earth, so to speak. I think Jesus is saying, maybe we need to be like children. We need to think in such a way that we don't have rights. We don't have authority. And we hear a lot about rights, don't we? We hear a lot about that. Like, we have the Bill of Rights, right? The first ten amendments to the Constitution. And we hear a lot about this. We hear a lot about the freedom of speech, the right to bear arms, that I can buy guns, that I can do all that, I can say whatever I want to say, that these are, my, these are kind of the big ones that we talk about now. These are my rights. But Jesus is saying, unless you come to me as a child, a child with no rights, no authority, you give up those rights. You give up those, that authority. This kingdom, this kingdom of God, it doesn't have a place for you. To be like a child. As I said, I think we can learn a lot from a child. What is something else we can learn from a child? I think we can learn humility. The children came, they came to Jesus. They, they sat at the feet of Jesus. They received, they probably just received hugs from him. They received love from him. Jesus took him and placed him in his lap, and he held them. Children didn't come with an agenda. Children didn't come with an attitude. They came and received a blessing from Jesus. Something Jesus, they came to receive something, a blessing as like it was a gift. They didn't come thinking, well, I deserve this. Now, I had this aunt or great aunt or I'm not really sure how I was related to her. All I know is that she was introduced to me as an aunt. She would always come and, and I know she would come once a year, and I was excited to see her. Like, I was excited because she would come, and she'd say, want me to come talk to her, and we would talk. And, and, but she always had a gift for me. And I would come to her at this expectation of something, but I never came with an attitude like she owed me anything. I came with humility, and I came with this excitement that, that a child has, knowing I was going to be blessed. Now, what happens when we turn into adults? Now, what happens to adults? Maybe I get called into the boss's office or I called into someone that has authority over me or, or, or just somebody that, like, is, is I'm, 
as adults, I've got attitudes. My attitude is a lot different because I come with an attitude. I'm not humble because you know what? I have my rights. I don't respect that authority over me. And I'm certainly not excited because I don't think I'm going to be blessed. So how do you think that conversation goes? Probably a lot different. Probably like how the disciples with this conversation with Jesus, because Jesus rebuked them. So we can come to Jesus with this humility and innocence of a child, not thinking that someone owes me something, not thinking that I have rights, but something else about a child that we can learn from. I think trust. Trust. These children, if you notice, they're, it seems like they're comfortable around Jesus. They wanted to be around him. We don't read that the children, like, you know, think of when you take your kid to Disneyland or something, and there's one of the characters, and you like got to shove your kid up there to take a picture with them because they're scared of them. Or when a child meets a stranger, like they're scared. I'm sure these kids didn't know who Jesus was. But we kind of put that in our kids, I think. Unfortunately, we need to. We need to put the stranger danger into them. But for the most part, Think of your kids when they were little. Think of maybe when you were little. Like you just trusted people, didn't you? It's us adults that cause people to cause children not to trust. Like the story that Aiden told. That kid doesn't trust adults because of the adults. And I'm finding that too because that's why I pay a counselor a lot of money to, to help me deal with some stuff that I find out that, that happened to me as in, from adults. But is Jesus telling us we need to trust him? Saying, Jesus can be trusted. Jesus is he's not going to harm you. I know a lot of us, if not every one of us in this room, have been harmed. But Jesus is saying that you need to trust me. You need to trust me like a child does. A child that has this innocence, that comes to Jesus, and they fully trust him. We can do the same. We can trust Jesus. We can come to Jesus and we can trust him. Think of a child when, when they get hurt. Where do they run to? They run to their parent because they can trust them. They trust their parents that they'll provide love, that they, they will give them what they need, that they're going to put the Band-Aid on the boo-boo and they're going to kiss them and they're going to love them and they're going to make it better. That's Jesus. Jesus saying, I... I, I know you're hurt. I know you can trust me. I'm going to take care of you. But you need to trust me. You need to believe in me. I, I, I can make it better. I will make it better. Like a child. A child that trusts. Now, there's something else we can learn from a child. This is to believe. And I think adults, this is something we struggle with a lot maybe the most, is believe. Because we want to know why. We want to know how. We, have a, we just have a hard time believing because we don't believe anything's true. We want to maybe know all the reasons why we believe. We question everything. We, well, maybe that's those words of Jesus. Like you're saying I can trust him? Well, that's too good to be true. And we want to maybe analyze everything. It's probably got a, why I got a whiteboard on my my wall in my office because I want to analyze everything. So I write everything down. And, and sometimes I think it's just, you know what, leave that whiteboard blank and just believe. 
or we just don't trust people like what I just talked about. And we don't believe in anything or anybody. Maybe I need to be humble enough to just get out of the way and let Jesus do what Jesus does. And I just need to believe. I think that maybe I know best. That my adult reasoning knows best. Because it's really rather simple. One of Alex's songs that she just sang, it says it's simple. It's simple. And Now, to believe is to accept something is true. So what's so hard about that? What's so hard about just accepting it? Now, we, we tell kids stories about the tooth fairy. We tell stories about Santa Claus. My parents told stories about the troll that lives under the bridge that did not play in the creek. And we, they believe things until they get older when we think they're, when we're adults. So the troll under the bridge, I'm giving you a reason of why I don't maybe trust adults, why I don't swim. This is a lie that my parents told me about trolls. I still have some nightmares about that. But children, they believe. It's just a lot easier for them to believe. And Jesus is saying, be like one of these children who don't try to figure it all out. They just believe. They simply believe. They don't know, they, they know who Jesus is. They know the things that say about Jesus that they're true. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the one that came to give life to its fullest. I can believe. And that's what children do. They simply believe. They believe in Jesus. They believe it's true. It's that simple. Jesus is who he says he is. He is not a fairy tale. He's not like that fairy tale that my parents told me about trolls that live under the bridge. Jesus is real. We can believe in him. Now, the other thing about children that I think we see in this is children know how to love and children know how to accept love. So I think we can learn to love from a child. So love, somewhat related to belief. Children don't need to understand every detail. They don't need to know everything. They know and accept love. They want love and they give love. They don't hold anything back. A while ago, when my, when my oldest, when my children were really young, I went on a trip, a mission trip for a couple of weeks. Hadn't seen me in a couple of weeks. And when I came down, you know, at the airport, we, you come down the stairs and your family's waiting there for you. Well, my oldest saw me coming down the stairs. Runs up to me. Gave me the biggest hug I've ever had in my life. Why? Because he loved me. And he knew I loved him. Now, I don't get those kind of hugs anymore. And I don't think that's because he doesn't love me. It's because he's an adult. And adults don't do that. So maybe if we could learn to love like a child, and we could simply also love like a child, that's what Jesus is wanting us to do. Put your trust in Jesus. Believe in him. Accept his love and love him with all that we have. Now, why do I remember that day in the airport? Because I love my son. And he loves me with all he has. 
Jesus is saying, unless you completely trust God, you completely believe in Him, you love God with all your heart, all your might, everything about you, like a child, you're not part of the family. Jesus wants all of us to be part of the family. He wants all of us to come home. And to do that, we need to be like a child. A child who has humility. A child who trusts. A child who believes. And who loves. A child who holds nothing back. A child that is 100%. He is all in. But that's pretty hard for us adults. Because you know what? As adults, we know things kids don't know, don't we? We think we know better than children. That we're, we're smarter now. We don't need all those childish things. We don't even believe in those childish things anymore. We have too many pains, too many hurts. There's, there's things that children haven't felt that I have now. There's no way I could trust and believe. We carry, really, we just carry this bag full, this gigantic bag full of crap around with us. And as adults, we do, we have our own mechanisms. We, we know how to survive on our own. We know how to be dependent just on me. Jesus is saying, you know what? I know all that. I know all of those pains. In fact, you know what? That bag you have, I know what's in there. I know what's in there. But you can trust me with that. You can, I will take that bag. You need to give that bag to me, and you need to just believe and trust in me. Be humble and trust me with your life. Trust Jesus with your life. Believe like this child. Stop trying to do it on your own. Stop trying to lug this bag around. Be like a child that doesn't have any power, doesn't have any rights. And is, it's, it's, it's Jesus is saying, be 100% in. A child that's really 100% dependent upon their parents. Be 100% dependent on Jesus. But in order to do that, we've got to give all of our adultness. I don't even know if that's a word, but all of our adultness, we need to put that aside. And Jesus is saying, come to me like these little children. Become dependent on me. Be dependent on Jesus. But it's going to be take humility. And you're going to need to trust Jesus. And you're going to have to believe. And you're going to have to be willing to love and to be loved. So what's holding you back? It's because we're adults now. And being an adult, we have a lot of excuses. We have, we have too many reasons to simply not be humble. And just say, man, I, I can't do this by myself. Like a child, a child will often come to a teacher or a parent or somebody and say, they'll be trying to do something and they just say, I can't do this. Maybe even crying in tears and say, I can't do this. And they'll ask for help. I can't do this by myself. As adults, we have too many reasons not to trust Jesus. Because we've learned in this world, this world can't be trusted. But we need to trust like a child. Like a child maybe coming to a parent. Someone that loves him. Knowing that this parent or this person, that they can be trusted. Because Jesus can be trusted. And Jesus only wants what's best for you. Maybe we have too many reasons not to believe. Because you know what? Everybody lies to me. 
This world's lied to me. Why do I think Jesus won't lie to me also? Because he won't. Jesus, Jesus can be trusted. He, he won't lie to you. You can believe in him. Believe in him like the innocence of a child who just believes. A child that knows nothing else than just to believe. Maybe we have reasons not to love. The world hasn't loved me. If you can't trust anyone or believe in anyone, well, how can I love? The thing about Jesus is, Jesus loves us unconditionally. He's waiting to share that love with you. Waiting for you to turn and run into his arms and love him back. Love him with all you have. Like that day my son ran into my arms. Or think of even if some of us, some of your grandparents, like you see children run into the arms of their grandparents because they know how much they love them. And you're received into their arms. You're received into the arms of Jesus. And you trust him and you believe in him. Because Jesus loves you and you can trust and believe in him. Now, at the end of this movie, Big, for those of you that watch it, if you remember the end, you might remember Tom Hanks, he doesn't like being an adult. He wants to be a kid again. This life as an adult, it's just too complicated. He just wants to be a child. He wants this innocence of a child. He wants to be able to just trust and believe and love again without all these complications that the adults put on things. And I think that's what Jesus is showing us when he hangs out with children. When he, when he rebukes the disciples. When he says, you need to be like a child to, to receive the kingdom of God. He's just showing us, it's, guys, it's that simple. Don't let the world, don't let yourself, don't let being adult hold you back. Just come to me. Come to Jesus and believe. A few months ago, someone came, over, came up to me and prayed over me. These words, he, he said, God trusts you. He's waiting on you to trust him. Waiting on me to give everything over to him and hold nothing back. These are words I think about a lot. What is it that I'm holding back from God? What, is it, what, what am I not trusting God with? What is, what is it that God's waiting for me? What am I not being like a child about? So I'm going to ask you these same questions, and hopefully they'll, you'll be thinking about them. And I'm going to tell you, God trusts you. Trust every single one of you. What are you holding back from God? What are you not trusting God with? What is it that God is waiting on you for? What do you need to be like a child about? And just trust and believe God with? What if we had the faith like a child? We believed and we're, we're all in like a child. We're all in. We hold nothing back. We run into the arms of Jesus daily. We get a big bear hug out of Jesus every day, knowing that we can trust him, that we can believe in him. And he loves us, and we can love him back with all we have. We become 100% dependent on Jesus. Like a child is, you know, like 
Savannah and Aiden are going to have a, a baby soon. That child is 100% dependent upon them. Jesus is that caregiver. He is that person. To be 100% dependent upon him. But it's going to require us to be humble. It's going to require us to trust. It's going to be required of us to believe and to love and to accept love. And it's going to require us to say, yes, I'm with him. I'm with Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for 